cool another another week of media boys guys welcome back <laughs> wow we've <laughs> never missed a day i oh, can't God. believe it's only been a week oh, yeah <laughs> Ugh, man just back to back i'm a little a little tired of it but that's okay we do it we do it for the fans so and every week consistently <laughs> consistently the weeks are truly getting longer and longer mm-hmm yep Hmm. Well, yeah. How I mean, how have you, how has your week? Your <laughs> week's been good. Uh, Street Fighter came out this week. Legend mm-hmm. Zelda came out this week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's true. And um, a lot of a lot of stuff came out in one week. You know, a lot of stuff that we could talk <laughs> about. Crazy amount of stuff. That's um, that's too much. We don't have enough time to talk about all that stuff. Well. What about this? What about instead of saying like what we did? What is your favorite thing so far this year that you've done? Maybe, maybe, maybe to narrow it down a little. I like that. Street Fighter Six. Street Fighter. Favorite? Wait, wait, like my favorite game so far? Anything or movie or both? Maybe either. Uh, Yeah. uh, uh, I guess movie wise, I liked. Okay, uh, so I get movies so far. I mean, I haven't seen anything like blow me away necessarily. It hasn't been a crazy year for movies yet, but um, there have been one. I mean, I liked uh, Bo is Afraid a lot. I liked uh, Blackberry. Blackberry mm-hmm. was good. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy three was pretty good. Yeah, I like Guardians. We're talking um, movies. And you I remember, like... remember how uh, I was gonna start doing three medias every week and say, <laughs> "Yeah, I remember that." Uh-huh. You got three, three new. Okay, so um, let's say I'll say something. You know what? It doesn't have to be something I necessarily liked. All right, but I'll say one. The other night I did watch um, Paul Schrader's trilogy topper, "God's really? Lonely Men." Oh, really? Master yeah, it... Gardener, it's on VOD now. Okay, how was it? And it's probably like of the three. Now those movies are they're very the movies you watch, you kind of feel doom, a sense of doom. Mm-hmm. There's definitely they're not very optimistic. This is the most optimistic of the three. It's very mm-hmm. there are very tender moments, like very human moments, but like I think overall it's kind of corny in a lot mm-hmm. of <laughs> I don't know. Like if oh, if man. it's Paul Schrader's thing, it also feels like Paul Schrader is kind of apologizing for a lot of his posts online, <laughs> but he also can't help himself in a lot of regards too. No, so it's like on one hand, I mean that's it's a it's a it's interesting. It's it's Paul Schrader. He the man's got a mind of his own. He's truly uh you know a mind of his own. Yeah, of course he does. You know he's got a, a specific voice, and yeah, you're gonna take the. <laughs> good with the bad it's just in master gardener i think a lot of it doesn't gel very well and he tries something with like the violence in the movie try to maybe undercut it a bit make make it not seem um violent cool make it try to not make it seem entertaining or cool Mm -hmm. so he like undercuts it and it just comes across as very awkward and kind of kind of made me laugh a little bit like i don't know it's it's um it was a disappointment but that sucks because considering card counter and uh you know the first what, <laughs> why am i forgetting the name 
<laughs> we never introduced uh, our, ourselves. First Reformed. First Reformed are great. Yeah. Uh, Hello, I'm I mean, Nathan, first... by the way. <laughs> I'm Chris. Uh, I'm William. This is <laughs> this Media Boys. We never did the opening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're we're, me- we're Media Boys podcast, the media podcast, the number one media podcast, right? The only one, actually. No one else has thought of this before. <laughs> and it's weekly. Oh, it is weekly. <laughs> Remember that. <laughs> right. And um, look, I gotta I gotta finish out the, the my three, right? Because <laughs> you asked. And now I I started. Yeah. I played did, did we ask? No, you like, brought it up. No, you were like said, you said, I said anything best of this year so far. Okay. Uh-huh. I'll be but fast. then you talked about a movie you didn't like. That movie's called Master Gardener. I don't even know if I said that. Uh game Alan Wake. That's something I really like. Alan Wake Remastered. Haven't played it since it released, and there's a sequel coming out Alan Wake too. I'm looking forward to that. And I re- this game it's a good game. I made it uh I, I was I guess when I first played your it, Duracell batteries and start playing some Alan Wake. When I first played it, yep. was that 2010 when that game came out? 2011. Yeah, I didn't I hadn't seen Twin Peaks. Now that I have seen, obviously, I've seen Twin Peaks multiple times, and I understand the references. There are so many references to Twin Peaks and Alan Wake. It's it's insane, okay. and they fit into the the narrative too. Like just a lot. It's a it's a I really like that game a lot. I think it has a great atmosphere and. I like the characters and a lot to talk about there, but I'll move on. <laughs> I don't really have an album. So there you go. <laughs> no, no albums. Well, you know, I don't want to new... hog up the time. I, think... I don't know. The new 100 Gex album was pretty good. I like that one. Okay. Did we talk about that one? I believe we so. We haven't yeah. talked about it since then. Okay. Uh... We haven't. No, that came out in April, right? Or later in March. We haven't done an episode oh. since then. No, uh, we did one last week. Okay, what well that's my about? that's my album, one hundred yeah. gex, one mm-hmm. million trillion gex. That's my sure. album also. It's a good album. Well, William, do you have three you would like to go through? Oh <laughs> yeah, Street Fighter Six is really good. Mm-hmm. Street Fighter Six has Street Fighter Two in it, which is very good. It does. Yeah, you can play Street Fighter Two and Street Fighter Six. Perfect. Wow. So it's got all your bases covered. So go play Street Fighter Six. Mm-hmm. Does the so the, does the story there's a story mode, right? And and you like text the characters. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me of um like a Yakuza. Yeah, it looks like Yakuza. So you like run around a town? You run around 3D space in town. There's shops like and people jump you, but then when the fights happen, it goes into like Street Fighter. So it okay. So it has a Yakuza <laughs> style story. I like that. Mm-hmm. I, I got. I have to play it. Maybe it could be I, an episode. But it it is also what a sixty dollar game. It is sixty dollars. Hey, not seventy. Not seventy. It's yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. I. There are ways that the uh, the online is monetized and separated from the story mode. That I think it's gonna release free at one point. At some point, free. I think it's gonna release free because, like, in the online, you can pay <laughs> real money to edit your avatar. Uh-huh. But in the story mode, you can pay like a measly amount of currency to edit your avatar. Gotcha. And there's For just like, 
there's stuff like that. Like things are unlockable through the story mode that you can pay real money for in the online. I don't know. It's strange. Moving to free to play. I don't know. It seems like, I I don't know if Capcom has done it before, but it seems like something that they would do. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Give it one year. It'll be free to play. I think it might be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Battle pass Um, and everything. Speaking of that, I actually random, but I mean, it's not random, but the game fall guys. I mean, when that became free to play, I I hate how you have to like buy the costumes now. Yeah. You know, that's one like casualty of free to play. It's just like Yeah. Games you should be able to just unlock things in games, <laughs> you know, or have yeah. like a little c- currency in the game. That's I mean, free to play is free, but like I think I let think it's really really horrendous when it's like you can pay twenty dollars for this in-game skin <laughs> there is some shit that's like absolutely bonkers right a guy in fall guys which i don't really i mean i was playing it quite a bit when i bought it mm-hmm. and it became free to play i did like my interest was kind of lost um like i played it on and off but you get the currency that you pay for like you unlock it and i finally had enough to buy like a skin <laughs> And, and it was just like I was way more selective. I got Mr. Krabs. That's that's a good one. <laughs> Mr. Krabs <laughs> in the game. There are yeah, so they... many characters in that game now. Yeah, insane. Might as well be Fortnite. But if I, yeah. I mean, like, well, I'm paying ten dollars to dress up as Mr. Krabs. Nope. Sorry, not gonna do that. Not gonna do it. Don't care mm-hmm. that enough. I just don't care enough to do it. But yep. If they had Alan Wake. <laughs> <laughs> As a You'd big flashlight that takes Duracell batteries. Yeah. Do you think I should try yeah. be Barry from Alan Wake for Halloween? Do you think people will get? Is. Yeah. I thought you. Were, I thought you were gonna say Barry from Barry. I was gonna say, do, would people know who I am? No. He's Alan. Alan. I've played Alan Wake, and I don't even know who Barry he's is. Alan. He's Alan's literary agent and best friend. Oh yes. Oh course. yeah, Barry yeah. from Alan Wake. He has a you big puffy forget. red jacket and he has a Hawaiian shirt on. Yeah, you're gonna confuse everybody that you walk up to with that one. But Which whoever one? does recognize you is gonna fucking freak out. Yeah. Like, holy shit, he's just as Barry from Alan Wake. Yeah. But you were the knight of the hunter guy once, right? Yep. Uh, that, yeah, that, so you, well, you do okay. what you gotta do. I was the knight of the hunter guy, which I can remember the name. What does that mean? Robert Mitchum's character in the in from, the 1950s <laughs> movie. That is the hunter. And that Halloween, I also went trick-or-treating with my little sisters. Did anyone recognize you? And I thought it was just going to be my little sisters, but it was also all of their friends, too, and the parents. Oh. And they, they all looked at me like I was insane. Like, I... <laughs> Like nobody, nobody knew who I was. The kids were like, "You're a farmer." <laughs> I don't know what I was. I guess I just get I get fixated on maybe a slightly obscure character, and then I'm like, "I gotta do it because it will make me happy." Uh huh. That's all I care. Chase That's your bliss, I'm man. You gotta myself. do it. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Do what you gotta do. That's the issue. That's my issue with Halloween. Maybe I'm not so good at Halloween. I don't know, but I gotta do what I gotta do. Or right. are you the best at Halloween? I don't know. Maybe I'd be better like a convention like a sexy berry from well one issue i have like <laughs> your sexy version berry. of berry uh, you're like my, shirtless right yeah. my yeah. underneath the red 
puffy jacket. But think people are gonna think I'm Marty McFly if I wear that red puffy jacket. I bet. Not the wine shirt. They're not. <laughs> They'll be like, "Oh, he's just some fat guy." <laughs> no, I didn't dress like this normal. <laughs> Look, it's hot as hell. Okay, he's, the, I, he's, he's the fat guy from Itanya. Oh my god, there he is. <laughs> I can't. He's be, Richard Jewell. I'm Richard Jewell. <laughs> with both the mustache. Played by, both played by the same guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, uh, um, well, I think I would probably do better at maybe like a convention, right? Maybe an Alan Wake convention. <laughs> Like specifically a convention for yeah. Alan Wake. Yeah, yeah, I think that would work there. Yeah. Well, uh, well, speaking, I mean, speaking of horror convention, there's Spooky Empire coming up. We had a table last year. We, we did. did. That we, we didn't show up to. <laughs> and I found it, and it was just a table with a piece of paper that said Media Boys Podcast on it. Well, perfect. I, I sat at that, it for a few minutes. I think that is as um, much promotion as we would have had if we went there. Right. Yeah, I and think so. I, I'm probably going to go do it again this year, and maybe I'll dress up as Barry Wheeler. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, Barry, the show just ended, too. Maybe I could be Barry. Maybe I'll bring a gun. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just be dressed like a gun to with Spooky a... Empire. Okay. <laughs> okay, now they're going to hear this. Watch out, attend. They're not going to hear this. No, they're going to put me on a list. What? I'm going to send it over to them now. You're gonna uh, bring your gun, and you're gonna also. You're really excited to see um, eleven. Uh huh. Really, that, really. No, fun. that was that was at the last one in May. Oh, got you, got you. Anyone well, notable? Sh- watch out if she shows up to this one. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Well, the only watch announcement out. they've had so far is uh, Freddie and Jason are gonna be there. Jesus, and that Robert England. Yeah, <laughs> <He's> so old. <laughs> Jesus, gonna wheel him out. Yeah. Should we hop into the uh, media? Yes. Let's yeah. Well, who wants to set up? Oh, hey, it's one? the movie. This movie just released on HBO. Not HBO, just Max. Released on Max. Call. Right. Well, it is. It is an HBO movie. It just happens to be on Max. All right. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> That's true. It's okay. called Reality. It's about Reality Winters and her. Espionage, I reality, guess. reality winner, winner. Sorry, reality uh, winner. A, a truly legendary name. I mean, it's reality winner. Yeah. Did she win in this one? Do you think? Give a poll, yes or no. That's right. Time to find out when we talk about it. Um, th- that name, reality winner. I mean, at first, I thought, is it a fake name? Because this movie deals with real events. Mm-hmm. Um, the entire script is based off of the FBI transcript. Yeah, it is. Um, yes, it is about reality winner who. I mean, I guess it's not a spoiler to say what she did, even though the movie kind of obviously you don't know exactly what she did until the end. Do you yeah. think? I mean, it's a true story. I didn't know who she was before even hearing about this movie. Yeah. I mean, I, I, sorry, what? And I was gonna say, I read the synopsis before the movie, and right? It, I, it pretty much tells you there. You know. I did too. I guess I could read the synopsis you, yeah. that's listed on Google. I mean, that's... I I feel like you can't spoil real life. <laughs> it I really mean, yeah, happened. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like go I, like okay. I was gonna mention a movie that is similar to this, right? I watched it. I rewatched it recently, Zodiac, 
and mm-hmm. they're similar in the sense that based off real events and they're also very mundane like mm-hmm. and all you know in zodiac they never caught the guy but it is about the legwork to finding him mm-hmm. um and it gets boring because it's like it, it's frustrating it's like how do we get the answer to this this and but that spanned like years and years and years right yeah this movie all takes place in one day they you know <laughs> in like they a couple her, hours yeah pretty much real her, time and they yeah. catch her at the, at the end but it is yeah. also i mean it deals with the boring it deals with the mundane it's completely based off of the script or completely based off the dialogue that they spoke in real life off of a recording um yeah. and it's it, i guess it's based off a book called is this a room by tina satter who also uh directed this movie too and it's a gotcha. first First I, film, and if for anyone that's listening, saying is the book just the transcript? Like, <laughs> that's that what I would count. <laughs> Maybe she didn't write that; she just published it. She put it together. She put it on page. You know, right? Um, yeah. so... She took pictures of it, put it in the picture book. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what What happened was is a real life thing. Took takes place in uh, twenty seventeen. Um, mm-hmm. A, a f- I'll read the Google description just so, you know, this can't spoil what happens in real life, right? A former American intelligence specialist is given the f- longest sentence for the unauthorized release of government information to the media about Russian interference in the 2016 United States elections via an email operation, which doesn't really tell you what the movie's about. That kind of just tells you what happened happen, yeah. in real life but it's it, this isn't a documentary it's more like a recreation it's almost like the interstitials for a documentary just played out yeah yeah but right. what would play between like you know the talking heads and everything except this has like real photos and stuff of the transcripts and yeah, the real facebook posts and stuff mm-hmm um it's definitely set up like a play like a chamber play kind of like it's you know it's one setting really simple small cast um and yeah i mean like you said it's kind of mundane you know they just sit and talk it takes a while for them to like really get to the point i guess it's trying to build suspense like what what's happening here what's really going on because i mean even even though i knew what happened and what she did it takes a while to get to the point of that. It, it does, but it's based off of real life, so it's not like that's a complaint or anything. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's because it's, it's what actually happened. Yeah, it's interesting to watch a movie build tension, really just through, like, like this dialogue. I watching it. I feel like this dialogue, if it was made up by a person writing it down, it would probably be called out in some way as. Maybe not hack, but like bad dialogue. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The way these yeah. people talk is like Mike. It it was actually driving me a little crazy. Yeah. They kept talking about this dog. <laughs> they kept. Yeah. But it's like this, and they were like <laughs> doing this, like this fake thing that you know cops do, authority, like people in these positions do, where mm-hmm. they're trying to make you feel quote-unquote comfortable yeah you don't know why you don't know what's like they don't tell you everything and they're trying to get information out of you yeah and it goes like that for a long time until like pretty close to the end when they're finally like all right just tell us if he did it or not right yeah they they reveal their true hand yeah to get her to crack yeah once they get get her in the trap it's pretty intense 
yeah. one of the one of the agents, Agent Garrick, is played by Josh Hamilton, who yeah. was who was kind of my MVP of the movie. He is just he's look he looks like a like a Boy Scout uh leader, right? He's dressed in like like a dad. Yeah. But no, he's I... so he's creepy in a way that's not like yeah. like pedoph- pedophilic, but creepy in like a way that's just like this yeah. guy is a creep. He's a creep. He, yeah, he's, he's just an creep. odd guy, right? He, he's really good in this. I really like Josh Hamilton a lot. I, I guess I liked his character because he kept coughing the whole time, and they like put that actually into the movie, like these weird yeah. coughs mid sentence. I like you know. I'm thinking about the scene where he's like, he's like, I'm okay with standing, but if you want to sit, I'll sit. I'll sit on the floor. He's like just trying to. He is trying to sit down. <laughs> and like she won't sit down but he really wants to sit down yeah and he's just like let me know let, let me, me know, know if you need let to sit if you want to sit i'll sit i'm okay uh-huh. with sitting but right it's that thing where it's like when like put yourself in sit you kind of are put in sydney sweeney's position the main character reality winner is played by sydney sweeney uh you, you're put into her position the way they talk to her it mm. feels like everything they say to her is just like tactics you know it's like fake human conversation yeah and also the fact that they're all men. I mean, these big yeah. fucking dorks, you know, and she's, they're treating her like she's just some, you know, just some woman being, they're, you know, pretty misogynist in a sense. Not that mm-hmm. they, they, it's like not what they say necessarily, but the way they're just like standing around and treating the whole thing. Yeah. It feels like it's not worth, their, it's weird. It's like, it's not worth their time, but also it's just like they're wasting time too. You know, going it, through it, yeah, yeah that's what it feels like. Yeah, like they're just taking advantage of her. What are you gonna say, Nathan? Say something. Oh no, no, I was no, I was just saying yeah. Okay, you were leaning in like you're gonna say something. I don't. No, I think I was good. <laughs> I'm good. I, I will say. I guess I'll I'll add. There's one thing that I don't like about this movie. So I did like this movie overall. I thought it was a pretty good movie. I don't. I wish it just stuck to the reality. The whole time i think the glitchy parts where it like glitches out the redacted bits i, I don't think it's bits. i don't think it does it well I, I think it i think it's a way to make the movie um a little more energetic and but i don't think it works in, in my opinion i wasn't into it i'm not i a... liked i liked when the people disappeared for the redacted parts ah, it I just think... took me out of the movie i you know i those parts i do I thought it was a creative way of showing that it's redacted, but I don't mm-hmm. think it leads to anything. Like, I don't know if it adds much to it. Mm. I think you kind of are put into her, you put into her perspective, literally in one scene when mm-hmm. the, the guy goes, goes to get the water or is it before that too? Or after that towards the end, you kind of, she kind of starts to, see colors a little like she sees colors she's also seeing like that these two guys who in this scene are being the most like piggish <laughs> like yeah talking about her calling her cat fat but the way they say it they're like calling her yeah you know, they're making yeah. jokes about her weight perhaps <laughs> yes yeah. well and they and constantly like, bring up like her like weight lifting and the, well that's right. before that but and yeah. every time every time she's like so says she like knows three languages. They're like, "Wow, oh, like, are you they're know Farsi?" So, they're so impressed in this way. Yeah. It's like, "Oh, a girl can learn." That. <laughs> so, 
a girl can be in the she's in the the Air Force. Yeah. Uh anyway. she has a gun? A pink? Gun? I bet it's pink. Is it pink? Yeah. Yeah. But they knew it was pink because I've seen the pictures. Yeah, yeah. They seen, they, sure, right? they looked it up in their database. Right. Yeah, they they already know it's her. They're just dragging this out for the day. You know? Yeah. Well, they make some thing of it. They got it. And then yeah. I mean I I feel like part of the reason part of the whole thing about like the dog and the cat and they keep talking about the dog and the cat. And she's like very concerned about the dog and the cat. It's like one of her great concerns in the movie. I think part of that that I like in this movie that that's nailed is just like that's her life. Like mm-hmm. having a dog like who doesn't care about their pets, right? Yeah. They yeah. Pets are like being safe, home, love, affection. Uh, they're ta- basically they're taking away that they're taking away her home life and in, in the end so like the entire yeah. movie they're talking about this dog and this cat and they're just dragging it on and on and and this guy play uh, agent Garrick talking to yeah. her like asking questions about her life CrossFit all that stuff that we learn it's like oh and by the way by the end of this movie you're not going to have any of that or the end of this you're not going to have any of that anymore you know all everything you like to do all that sorry you're going to jail. <laughs> and he knew that too and we, it's hard not to talk about this movie without talking about what's going on right now right with uh, uh, yeah with the oh yeah because this yeah. happened under our under our president <laughs> yeah well that's, that's a, the, whole, the whole thing pivots around that right it all pivots around donald mm-hmm. trump giving her they gave her the high at the time the biggest longest sentence for the espionage act right <laughs> Yeah, I'm boarding it really weirdly. Big yeah. thing. And it's like you look at it, it's like it's one document. It's she steals one piece of paper that she folds. Yeah. Right now, yeah. Donald Trump is was indicted for boxes upon boxes of, of documents. Have and you it seen was the like... pictures, Will? No, I've seen yeah. the pictures. Oh, using the pictures. There's a lot of fucking there's boxes. Yeah, so insane. Many. And this lady did one document that just was Russia. Russia I, rigged the election, you know, like not that big of a deal. Um, I'm just kidding. That was a joke. And it's like, I don't know. And then you see, I, uh, one part of this movie that I wasn't a huge fan of was just the very end when the music starts to swell and mm-hmm. we're like, and this, she was our, our a hero. She was trying to do something. It's like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. Yes. She was trying to do something. Right. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, it's like the whole she movie is about very limited editing, right? Yeah, very mundane. It's not trying Matter to of like, fact. It's not a it's, documentary. It's trying it's, to display a lot of like the facts, right, right, and play it straight. It's not trying to manipulate you. It doesn't feel when, like too manipulative. When the drone, yeah. when the drone was pulling away, and we see the dog, and we see the house, and we see all the guys standing around. I got the idea. Topper for the movie, capper. Mm-hmm. But then the end of the movie felt like you took something from a documentary and tried to cut it together. It's, I don't know, not enough information. You could make a, probably he'll make a whole documentary just about media reaction, you know? I think there is one, right? Like there is an actual documentary about this whole deal. Probably. I would assume so. Yeah. And just the way it became a conversation, such a simple act, a piece of paper. Mm -hmm. And then they tried to sell her as a, a traitor um because 
it was, I don't know, harmed Trump. <laughs> uh, just what an insane time in history, and still, still, um, still is happening. Still yep, kind still of insane, right? Feeling the repercussions of it all. Consequences. Am I right? Mm-hmm. But that being said, she did not deserve those consequences. I think they use footage from Bill Maher. <laughs> yeah, he did just was a little bit, a little bit. Like, okay, come on, it's HBO. <laughs> I get it. But the point the guy makes, <laughs> the point the guy makes in that. I forget the names, whatever. The the professional they had on, whoever. Yeah. Was saying that she was kind of used as a an example. Um, I think that kind of stands. Yeah. It was kind uh, of to scare people, like, oh, you yeah. can get this. This could happen to you if, you if you try to, you right. know, leak information. I think yeah. it gets the point across pretty well. Uh, but I think there's perhaps nuance that I don't think you can completely tackle within like a five minute little ending thing montage, a little montage. Yeah. I think yeah. there's maybe perhaps more questions that I don't think the, the movie was prepared to answer, but that's fine. I think, I think this is solid. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it was good. I thought it was a yeah. good little movie. I thought, yeah. it was, I thought it was a yeah. good movie too. Yeah. And uh... it, it's worth checking out. It'll make you feel like you're going a little bit insane. Yeah, it's only 83 minutes, I think. Super short, too. It's not going to take up much of your time. Not yeah, at all. Appreciate like that. TV special. Yeah. Um, yeah but it, it's HBO. So it's right. not TV. And so. on to um, our game. Yeah. <laughs> we Nathan. Nathan. Is Nathan oh. going to set? Nathan, you want to set it he up? Beat, he beat this one. I beat it, too. You beat, beat it up. also shit. Am I the right. only person who beat it? <laughs> oh, man. All right. All right. I'll set it up. Yeah. So it is Slayer's X Terminal Aftermath Vengeance of the Slayer. Vengeance? Which, well, it's Vengeance is misspelled. Oh, it's misspelled. Why <laughs> it's did misspelled. I notice that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's a it's like a Doom Duke Nukem like shooter classic um, set in the hypnospace world which is like an alternate reality online world. This is a game made by one person and um, yeah, full in the, f- in the fiction, right? In the I fiction, think. in the fiction, in the fiction yes. is made well, by one person. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, he, okay. The guy Zane character Zane, from yes. hypnospace outlaw. And if you haven't played hypnospace outlaw it takes place in the nineties, mm-hmm. um, we could talk about, that could be a whole episode of hypnospace outlaw. I, Great. I, I love that game. That game's hilarious. It's so much mm-hmm. fun to play. Uh, basically, you just look at 90s blogs. Uh, and yeah. Zane has a blog. He has a website on there on the Hypnospace where he's an edgelord 90s kid. Wrote a whole game, a, a whole game in a journal, right? Mm-hmm. 20 years later, the game is released. I wasn't entirely clear on like the details of that. Like, why would you yeah. bother with this 20 years later? Yeah, because the trailer like presents it like, oh, finally, after years, years. of lying dormant. <laughs> so, yeah. there, are, there are some details. There's a secret, a specific secret that's very important to like uh, a story in this game, like about Zane, mm-hmm. um, which I'll I'll share when we t- talk about the actual gameplay. Um, but he, I think the fact is his friend helped him make or release this, like finish it. And mm-hmm. it's a mod of a game called Cataclysm. Yeah. 
<laughs> and I love that the bonus levels. Uh, did you get to the bonus levels, Chris? I only played a little bit of one of the bonus levels. Yeah. At they, that they, point, I've been playing for a while, so I just put it down. Gotcha. They go more in depth on how this is just a mod of a, another game. Right. <laughs> I think it's so funny. And the gameplay itself, the look of the game, the feel of the game, it's very much just like a Duke Nukem clone. Yeah. Like, yeah. They tackle mm-hmm. the, the graphics, the story. Yeah. everything the the sense of humor <laughs> feels so of a time mm-hmm. but obviously this game was released this year so it's like a very uh just like a i don't know it's almost like uh, i want to i don't want to say a like a satire mm-hmm. it partially is a satire but it's more like a character mm-hmm. i feel like it's a character study a character study, <laughs> a character okay. study All right. and a I, satire you're, i just you're satire of a character study Oh, there we go. There we go. Uh, entering the mind of Zane. Yeah, I mean you are because it is Zane's game, right? Did you? <laughs> so, so a lot of the like dialogue jokes didn't really land for me. Mm-hmm. There was, there was in the sewer level how it had the different pipes for the different things that. <laughs> did, you, did you guys see that? Yeah. The, yes. The, yeah. The spit <laughs> pipe, the shit pipe, the diarrhea <laughs> pipe, the urine pipe. But um, I really love the um. I guess like the in-game jokes were like you'd like be in a building and you roll up to a bathroom and it's just like loaded with enemies that are all facing the wrong way. Mm-hmm. I think that shit was like really funny. Yeah. Uh-huh. And we and like I think that's what makes this game really fun is like maybe the humor doesn't land all the time and everything. But like as far as like level design, how there's like quirks and funny, just little Easter eggs and stuff. I think that helps the game a lot. Mm-hmm. Also helps the game that the game's actually really fun to play. It's actually it's also, just a really good first person it's a, shooter. It is a well-made game too. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know it does like jokes like, haha, this isn't a good game. Mm-hmm. But like, I love how all the levels like loop around on each other. And like, yeah. there's hardly any backtracking because it just wants you to keep going forward and the level will loop around. Mm-hmm. It's good. And it's a good game. Um, so it takes place in Boise, Idaho, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is where Zane lives, mm-hmm. and it's been taken over by the Psycho Syndicate, which the, are all these bald those guys, idiots, those uh-huh. idiots, morons, and uh oh, they're being controlled by Zane's manager, <laughs> Melvin. Yeah, Melvin, who made him work overtime, right? Makes him work <laughs> overtime, and but hey, Zane. He's a he's an ex slayer and he has his friend who dies at the beginning. Yeah, and, and then his 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 dad. <laughs> and then and his girlfriend turns into a werewolf. Stephanie right? is <laughs> turned into a werewolf. Um, um and he thinks everyone is a moron and an idiot. Mm-hmm. And he <laughs> takes place during Halloween in nineteen ninety-eight. So you're you're going through all these twisted uh, versions of Boise, Idaho, but well, it adds to it that it also takes place in an alternate universe, aka the hypnospace universe. Mm-hmm. So it's oh. so dis- it's like distorted in a. What you're yeah. Say? yeah, yeah. No, I was gonna say, and one of the best levels is a bonus level that's all downtown Boise, Idaho, with oh, like a courthouse and prison. It's wonderful. It's great. Um, how? How close am I to being the game? I know the game's not very long. Yeah. I think I just beat the level after the dollar shaver. 
Which one's the Dollar Shaver? The the store it has a mini golf course. Oh, right. You you still got a few more. I think there's like nine levels in the game. Nine. Oh, okay. Have yeah. you gotten to the? You haven't gotten to uh the potato festival yet. Oh, right. that's that's a great no. that's a great level with like carnival rides. How'd you beat the game in two hours? Two and a half hours? What? <laughs> I yeah, yeah I don't know how you did. I don't know how you beat in two and a half hours. Oh, I, you guys did it. No, I was yeah. spending way too much time looking for yeah. secrets. And <laughs> oh, even gotcha. when I was, even when I was actively looking for secrets, I still wasn't finding every single one. So I didn't the first level like, took me like twenty five minutes. Oh my god! Yeah, they were taking me a while. One took me an hour because I was just running around and like, you know, Wild. I mean, the, <laughs> so the level I, design is so yeah. weird. I'd I'd say on average it took me like twelve to. 20 minutes to do a level, I think. <laughs> so, I, so, like, when you were like two and a half hours, I was like, okay, I'm probably almost so, I almost done. <laughs> the weapons in this game, there's only seven weapons, but there's one in particular that I thought was really uh, creative, actually, was the yeah, shotgun. The there's shotgun. a shotgun where you pick up glass uh, shards. Glass shards mm-hmm. whenever you break glass. I think that was, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, have you f- the secrets in the game? Right, because every level it's a it's a boomer shooter. You know, you gotta have those secrets. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Um, there is one in like, I don't I don't want to say every level, but there like you find rats, like rat yep. kings. There's who, secrets in every level. They ask you to, I mean, like the rat secrets. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> they ask you to find cheese. I'm like, yeah, I don't you know bring what it there. I don't know what the cheese. Like, what do you mean cheese? Like, how do I get the cheese? You know. Yeah. Did Did you get the cheese? <laughs> I didn't go through and I didn't I didn't go through and do that. I want to. But you also have to ran, break every toilet through the game. There's one to break every toilet. Is that yeah? There's one to. I mean, I played the game in two and a half hours. You can do okay. That. Uh, I'm saying I didn't spend enough time in the game. I don't, I don't know, man. I'm saying that maybe I did play the game for as long as you guys. No, <laughs> as long as me, I guess. Yeah, I think Chris played the more the most. Yeah, I I played it. A bit, quite, but I beat in two days. I just like would mm. sit there for a long time playing it. Yeah, I, I would kind of get, I would get a little bit too like sucked into looking for secrets. Like I just mm. wanted to know all the jokes at the end of the day. Like I want to know gotcha. all about Zane, and mm. I did. I did accidentally find one that I thought really kind of explained why he had to make this game. Fleshed out his character. Do you care, do you care if I share this secret? Go ahead. Well, care. in the carnival, in the carnival level, sorry, the the potato festival, um, there's a like a oh you know you could fall into like these green holes. Yeah. Um, I found I fell in one, and I was like, ah, oh, damn it, I'm gonna die. I fell into like our secret room, <laughs> and his friend who helped him make the game hid this room in one of the holes that tells you like he hates Zane. And he's like, I'm yeah. fed up with this guy. He has a son, right? You learn that he mm-hmm. has a son, and this is the reason why he's trying to make this finish this game to prove himself, and because he thinks this is his like last, <sighs> you know, the, the only the thing that is gonna make him money and like make yeah. everyone like yeah. appreciate him. Um, oh, that's funny. And there's a picture of Zane, like, and he's just like this middle aged guy. <laughs> it's funny because throughout the game, you see Zane; he's like a child. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah it's like it's just like a picture of his like teenage self. The reals, and he's like, I give up on this game. the The last boss, fight, the last boss sucks anyway. I'm mm. done. I'm over this. Um, it's really fun. I took screenshots of it. That's funny. 
but I thought that was a really great. I wouldn't have finished. I wouldn't have found it unless I, I fell. So you gotta, yeah. you gotta. Sometimes you gotta over. fall. Sometimes right? you gotta fall to rise up, gamers. Mm-hmm. That's right. Rise mm-hmm. up, gamers, and play Slayers X. I think you yeah. should play Slayers X. It's a good game. Yeah. That and Hypnospace Outlaw. I've seen True. a lot of people both think, on Game Pass. I think yep. a comparison I've seen a lot is a to Cruelty Squad. Yeah, um, kind of like a similar idea, right? And you know, they I tend to see it as like a derogatory where it's like cruelty really? is better than this. Like this is trying to do the same thing, but I don't agree. Oh. I think this is a character study <laughs> in a sense. It's about a like it's about a guy. I feel like part of cruelty squad is that you don't know, like you don't really know the guy who made it. I think it's a little it's more like obscured, um, obscured. Yeah. I, I would say Cruelty Squad, Squad leans a little more towards avant-garde, where this is more. This yeah. just seems like just a comedy bit, honestly. Like just yeah, a it's a comedy it's, bit. It's a yeah. it's a joke game. It's my type yeah. of com. It's my type of comedy bit where it's a very character based, mm-hmm. and like this guy hyper specific, hyper specific. <laughs> this guy can't help himself, right? Mm-hmm. It 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 has its cake and eats it too. It it does that, but it's also a fun like game a, to play, like a well made game. Yeah. It's a well-made comedy what? game. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's not like it's not like Matt Hazard, okay? <laughs> yeah, where they're trying to do, they're <laughs> desperately trying to make it like a character-based game. Yeah, where it's like, oh, the joke is that it's bad, <laughs> and then it's, actually, it's, bad. it's actually bad. <laughs> yeah, this this actually does that very well. It's cool. I've never I've never played a game before that the joke was that the game's bad, but the game was actually good. Right. Yeah. Which helps a lot. Yeah. And add to it that the fact that Matt Hazard is also kind of a Duke Nukem spoof. So there you go. Let's talk about the next thing. Now we recommend Slayer's X. We did it's on it. Game Pass. It's on we Game played Pass. it on Xbox. Yeah. Foo Fighters. <laughs> <laughs> but the new Foo Fighters album. Here we are. Now I don't know about you guys, but I think the Foo Fighters have some some good hit songs i think they have some good albums too they're they're a singles band to me you know they got fine they got some fine songs they occupy that same space as like in my brain as like the red hot chili peppers (laughs) where it's like big 90s band have radio hits catchy songs too Mm -hmm. perhaps i'll put them on (laughs) maybe if i really can't think of anything else to play Mm -hmm. um but now they're older and you know, you know, like bands like this, they don't have to make anything good. They have their fans, they yeah, have their yeah. hits. They don't, they don't have to try to make something that pushes an artistic boundary. They right? don't have to make anything at all. They don't have mm-hmm. to. They could just tour for the rest of their life and be fine. They don't they even have make to enough do that. money off of the radio play. Yeah, they, they're going to be fine. They're, you know, they're already in the stop. They could have. This could have been a total piece of crap, and they would have been fine. Right? <laughs> no one would have batted an eye. <laughs> No one would have batted an eye. But instead, it's kind of all right. And hey, also, no one's batting an eye. But, <laughs> well, there was kind of a... they there. I would say there was an eye on this, right? Because their drummer passed away. Yeah, Taylor uh-huh. Hawkins died. Their drummer is the new away. drummer on this? Or is the old drummer on this? It's the, the a new, new drummer. Yeah, He's good. I was about to compliment how much I was like, whoa, the drumming on this album's really wow, good. it worked out for the band. <laughs> but what was, was like part of the highlight for me? I was so like, wow, sense, the drum was great. <laughs> in the tragedy, you know, you see what is her homage? Like, what's her ode to him going to be? 
and I'd say this album is definitely that. Like it's definitely yeah. an ode to him. Definitely talk a lot about grief and death. It, you could hear it in all their songs yeah. on here. A- a- every song, honestly. Um, you know, but I mean this this album made waves for whatever reason when it first came out, at least like from what I was seeing, a lot of really like really, really positive reviews. Like it was uh, a little insane. So I was I was interested in it. I don't think I've listened to a full Fo- Foo Fighters album, maybe ever i don't i don't know i never have (laughs) and i never will again until their new one when we do remedial (laughs) yeah now we have to do foo fighters every every time they do a new one uh but no i agree will i don't i don't think i've i'm part of the hype train it's fine it's fine there's some decent songs it sounds like foo fighters i guess what makes it stand out is lyric sounds like foo fighters which is one of the main problems for me yeah, lyrically it's interesting, I guess, when you sit and like listen to it and you hear him talk about grief and you know being like, oh, so I'm gonna wake up and someone's not there, kind of deal. That's that's sad, of course. So I guess it's a little more personal. Which yeah, it, it does feel like a, there's a personal mission in mm-hmm. this album. Remember yeah. when they showed up on Robot Chicken, the Foo Fighters? Nope. No. <laughs> With Mr. T, they made a horror movie too. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And, you know, that's fun. Bands should do stuff like that. I think bands should make more movies. Yeah, no. I mean, Dave Grohl seems like, you know, an all right dude. Right? Yeah, he seems cool. There's don't, a, like there... how, don't like how he sings. <laughs> there is one Foo Fighters album. <laughs> you don't like? <laughs> I used to listen to a lot called Wasting Light. And that was 2011. I I don't know if it's considered a good album or what, but I used to like it a lot. Um, I think... Yeah, I mean, I obviously wouldn't have listened to this if not for <laughs> Nathan saying, we should listen to this. I was like, sure. I can't think of anything <laughs> else. Mm-hmm. Um, because they're just not, I mean, yeah, to, yeah. I mean, we all have the same per- similar perception. 90s band. We don't listen to Foo Fighters. No. Had their heyday, but it's not today. And they have their fans. and But I, I think this is a good album. I think it's it is it is actually nice to put this on and be like, oh, this is good. Like I I'm enjoying this. That's yeah. a that's a nice feeling. It's you know I mean like I want to see that. I like to see the I I would like to see like the Red Hot Chili Peppers release like an album like this or like Pearl Jam, you know, the old guards of rock. Because <laughs> yeah. why not? I mean, you, I didn't Red Hot Chili Peppers put out a new album. But I don't, I don't think anyone's talking about it. They, they, as yeah, usual. they still are releasing music. Yeah. But um it could be good. But are well, they doing something that will catch your eye? You know, it's that it's I think I think partially it's nice to hear this and be like, this is a rock album, right? This feels yeah. like a hard rock album. It doesn't feel like they're trying to get into any other genre or make mm. a pop hit radio banger. They're just it, doing a solid no. album. And I think that's underrated. Come on, we don't. I don't like to put on like an old, like Weezer is a good example. <laughs> I don't every time when I put on a new album by Weezer, I'm like, is this gonna be like a Weezer album or is there gonna be a Weezer album? <laughs> it's, yeah. it's is been it gonna Weezer. be blue or is it gonna be anything else? <laughs> hey, well, Pinkerton's good. Oh, no, 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 hey, hey, their their white album is their album white album is actually really good because are we defending <laughs> Weezer? They have good out al- the Weezer's good albums. It's just no, no, they, they do. Yeah. have bad albums now. <laughs> They've been putting out bad albums for a while since Fortnite. 
Because, because that, like remember Weezer Island on Fortnite? Yeah. Yep. Nope. <laughs> you, you don't remember? You didn't Weezer visit? Island. You didn't visit, visit Weezer Island on? No, Fortnite? I didn't. I, is that a thing? I never heard. <laughs> yeah, of it happened. Yeah. And it I missed just, it. Yeah. It's yeah that. You missed, you missed you the missed Travis it. Scott concert probably too. And, and I missed. Well, I know about. Thing I know about that. that. Yeah. And yeah. I know about the ten trailer. <laughs> And then Martin Luther King Jr. Day, the museum they brought up in Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, that was that just happened, right? Hey, maybe we should I, I did it. I thought it. They might have brought it back. I remember it from a while ago. Hey, it's a mainstay in Fortnite. Wonderful. I think um, back to the album. <laughs> <laughs> Not about Fortnite. Um, I think this is worth worth checking. I think all three of the things we talked about today are worth checking out. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I'm i not going to recommend this to somebody just out of the blue. But if someone was like, you know, I like a few Foo Fighters songs, be like, this album, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, if so- <laughs> I knew someone who was a Foo Fighters fan, they definitely don't know that they just put out a new album. You don't think so? No, they don't know how to work things. <laughs> they don't know how to get information. All right, I'm not going to say but, that. Okay, kids of the 90s, come on. <laughs> I'm not going to. Kids of the 90s didn't listen to Foo Fighters. Now, now. Fucking adults I, uh, of the 90s. You are I'm a talking. Ki- I'm a kid of the 90s. And you right? don't listen to Foo Fighters. What are you talking about? I did the other day for medium <laughs> You're speaking ill of a lot of fans of this program. All right? Uh-huh, the they figured thing. out how to find, find uh, they listened to the golden eye episode they got Ooh. really angry <laughs> they were now they've been listening you know, to see I... when they'll get angry again uh, okay and here's here's your opportunity now that i think about this and this and slayer slayer x kind of uh pair well because these are all this is also a return of the 90s yeah uh, group and when was reality winter born <laughs> Come on, ninety-seven, Sydney. Her, wow, I had to. I was like, is someone famous older than or younger than me? Yeah. Oh yeah. Now yeah, we're hitting we're hitting that age for. Uh, yeah. No, I'm kidding. Okay. Uh. Well, look. I, I think Taylor Swift is younger than us. Is she? No, she's not. Yeah, I think so. Calm down. Don't get. You're getting too crazy. I come uh, on. You know, if I had to like. I don't think this album is going to stick with me. And I think at the end of the year, when we say our favorite albums, I'll for- probably have forgotten about this. But I think if okay, I know she's not younger. <laughs> How old is she? She's I'm... 33. Oh, yeah. If she's I'm... OK. If I'm on a long drive, right, if I'm driving somewhere and I'm like, I just need an album that will keep me up. Listen to it I, and enjoy it. Bob my head and listen to it. I'll put this on. This would, would not. You, this, this would this, put, no. put me to sleep. This is yeah, my lullaby song. So I've I've been nice to this album, but this album would not keep me awake. All right, <laughs> I, I was tired. I it would not. Okay. Oh, well, I you know I bob my head to it, but yeah, okay. I mean, some songs are hit a little harder than others. I mean, some are maybe sleepy time, but like the yeah, teacher, yeah. which is like a ten minute song, right? Well, it's, for me, Big these point. are my two choices. I either put on this album or I put on Foo Fighters' greatest hits. <laughs> I, I put on the on greatest it. hits. <laughs> or what if I put on their previous album, DG's Hail Satin, where they covered the Bee Gees? Jesus. That's, that feels <laughs> like something cover we, album? I feel like we should have covered that on here. We should. Yeah, we should I cover even it know. next week. No, no. <laughs> we're yeah, the fo- yeah, Let's go through their discography. <laughs> we're gonna, we can do a Bee Gees. <laughs> What that that'd be pretty offensive if we did a Bee Gees themed episode. Why would it? And did not cover the Bee Gees music. Why would that be? 
Oh yeah, that was... <laughs> why are we? Why would we do that? Why are we covering something bad instead of a Bee Gees song? Album. I think that'd I be know. funny. <laughs> I like this is there, That's is why there it's funny. Movie, it's offensive. Is there a movie called, like that's called like BG or something that does not feature the Bee Gees? Uh, uh, how about this BG Allen? Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah. Dude, Bee Gees cover band that throws shit in the audience. Mm-hmm. And poop by feces. Yeah. It's a reference G.G. Allen. <laughs> Who like pooped and threw it at the <laughs> audience. When he... he did all um, types um, of stuff. Okay. Is there a movie that like the initials are B and then G? Bad guys. A BFG. <laughs> okay. So BFG, the BG's album, and what's the game? Um B isn't there a weapon in like Duke BFG Duke? Doom? B, B. Yeah, yeah, there you go. go. That's what yeah. it would be. I don't want to Okay. Doesn't the BFG show up in Ready Player One as well? We should just do does Ready it? Player One. It does. Yeah. Doesn't the BFG you... show up on my top ten of whatever year that released? Yes, it does. of course. We do one. Do Doom or, Eternal? It was twenty sixteen. Or or we do a board game. That's a BFG. board. Okay. Board game, board well, game. We'd have to get together and do that, though. So. We can. <laughs> no, we don't. We can play the board game, same board game, separately at our okay. respective locations. Scrabble. We can play. <laughs> we'll play chess, and I will text you my your moves choices. Okay, okay. three way like chess. Yeah. See that chess fighting game coming out? Mm-hmm. Where to take the pieces? You have to. It's like all the different pieces are characters. So like, yeah, the rook is like a grappler, and to take the piece, you have to beat them in a fighting game. Yeah, that that was my uh in in Mortal Kombat Deception had a chess mode where you got to pick what characters were like your pawns and stuff, and that, that, was, that was really fun. That's how I learned how to play chess because oh, of Mortal okay. Kombat. Thanks, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, sounds like but they're that... doing good. Does does that wrap it up? <laughs> what? That it? Who's doing good? Huh? Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat is doing good by teaching you chess. I guess so. Yeah. My brain's not functioning. Oh, go eat something. Hey, listeners, go eat something. Yeah, eat a meal. Stay hydrated. All that good stuff. Get eight hours of sleep. We could eat up this these these three pieces of content. Chris recommends them all. (laughs) If we're a magazine, (laughs) we're a website where it's like (laughs) our faces. We should do that. We should, we should do a Media like Boys <laughs> magazine. Chris recommends. Mm-hmm. Nathan does not recommend. Thumb, mm-hmm. And you're going thumbs down. And then William pissed. is like, William's like, I'm neutral. Find out on page 13 how William feels about this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what? Sorry. I don't know. <laughs> I just laughed and drank my water. <laughs> okay. Hey, right. go check out Meaty Boys. Go check out. <laughs> go check out this podcast. <laughs> see, <laughs> see you next see week, next guys. Week. <laughs> sure, yeah. We'll see, we'll see you next week. See you next week. Uh huh.